0: Hello and welcome to Christian's Corner. This is your host, Christian Millsaps. Before we get into this episode, I want to say this. My thoughts and prayers are with George Floyd's family and anyone who has lost a life or has been a victim to police brutality and hateful and despicable acts of racism. I stand with you and I encourage everyone to take a stand, not tentatively, but to truly fight for change in whatever way you can. The fact that in 2020 we have more racism and more divide in this country than we have had in quite a long time. The fact that in 2020 Native Americans still live on reservations. The fact in 2020 that we even make a pandemic an argument. Not about science, not about protecting people, but about politics. The fact that we can't come together and fight for equality for all. The fact that we can't agree on things, we can't take things civilly, we can't be there for one another, and we can't just be decent human beings and love one another regardless of our differences. We're all the same, we're all people, we're all struggling through this thing we call life. I really wish that we could all just join together and fight for change. Is the world ever going to be perfect? No. Is there always going to be some form of hatred? Yes, that's just the way that people are. There's always going to be someone who has to hate something or someone because of some stupid, ridiculous reason. We have to fight, we have to join together, and we have to silence those who think that their voice is important, and that what they believe is important, and what they believe is right, because we all know that it isn't. I love you all, and I hope that we can all try and make a change in this world, regardless of it being big or if if it's small. We can all be a light in this world, and I encourage us all to do so. Thank you. Yo, what is up, guys? Today's going to be a fun episode. We're going to be talking about, obviously, professional sports leagues starting to make their return to the television screen so that we can be watching sports once again And we're going to talk about how that's going to work, how it's going to play in the next season, and how our players going to be safe. And then at the end of this episode, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant about how I think the NBA is handling their product. With that being said, let's get into it, guys. Soccer leagues besides the German Bundesliga are finally starting to return and they're starting to give us some dates. La Liga is set to return on June 11th, which is very, very close. It's the 5th today as I'm recording, so that's pretty awesome. The Premier League is going to be starting June 17th. The Serie A is an Italian league. For those of you who do not know, obviously Italy was hit very hard, so the fact that they're going to be able to return... June 20th is really exciting news so I look forward to that coming back as well and being able to watch some soccer and actually be able to finish out these leagues. Um, As I said the Bundesliga is already here but the most important thing I think as well is the Champions League and Europa League are also set to resume but they're planning to do it a lot later than well all the other leagues are starting. So they Tentatively, are gonna schedule for about August seventh restart, which is just one month before most of these leagues are going to start playing their next season, and that's something that I was worried about. How are you gonna have all these athletes who are gonna have like a month to take off, where an off season? Granted, a soccer off season isn't actually that long compared to some of the American sports off seasons. It's about a month or two if you even want to call it an offseason, because usually a lot of international play is taking place during that. So typically soccer doesn't really take a break, so that should be fine, but it'll still be interesting to see how it plays in the next season. Because the Champions League final, at least for now, is set to be August 29th, which again is just a couple weeks before September 12th, which is the start of most of the next season will be around September 12th for La Liga, Serie A, Bundesliga, Premier League, all of that. I'm excited that soccer's coming back. The only things I'm worried about is, one, how are we going to make sure that we keep players safe? And two, how are we going to make sure that they stay healthy, not from the coronavirus, but, I mean, that's important, but how are they going to be able to compete next season and not be more inclined to get an injury. We want to make sure that that doesn't happen, obviously, for their sakes, for their team's sake, um, for the sake of getting injured, as a significant injury affects the way you live. So hopefully they can figure out a way to make sure to keep players safe from the coronavirus and from injuries due to lack of fitness. I also wonder how it's going to push next season back. Obviously, they've already postponed the season by a month, which isn't long, so that's good. Things will probably be able to be fairly normal next season, but really, how is that timeline going to look? How much are you going to have to push things back? Honestly, probably not that much, but again, it'll be interesting to see how teams next season handle the fact that the coronavirus, regardless of whether it's still bad or not, it still affected the future and how we're going to have to handle things down the line. And obviously, this is just sports. It's not the most important thing in the world. We've got a lot worse things going on, not only in the United States right now, but in general. So, at the end of the day, not the biggest deal. In other soccer news, Chelsea, my favorite team, made a major, major signing yesterday at the striker position. We signed the young German striker, Timo Werner, and that is very exciting. dude's got insane amounts of speed. He's a very good tr- um, score, And it's something we struggled with, I want to say this season, but it's actually still last season, but it's actually still this season. We've struggled at times to score. Sometimes we score well. Sometimes we don't really look like we know what we're doing out there. So hopefully he'll bring some consistency along with our other young players who have a lot of promise there going forward. But we also need some defenders because at the same time it looks like we have some five-year-olds out there hoping for the best at times. I mean our goalkeeper has conceded tons of goals except he's not faced many shots so his save percentage is well it's the worst in the league which isn't good. So hopefully we can get some defenders to help out our goalie and just be better at the back end and that's exciting. The thing is though Because at this point in the season, well, in normal time, the season would already be over by now. So Timo Werner would not be able to play for us last season because it wouldn't have been possible. So he will not be able to join us and actually play for us until September and the start of next season. But it's still exciting news knowing that next season we'll have some extra firepower as well as we're getting Hakeem Zayek. Which is really good news. The NBA is also deciding to return. They will be starting training here very shortly. And the season is actually set to start on July 31st, which is really great news. It's a little later than other leagues, but at least compared to Europe, but we have been hit harder than most of Europe. So, well, we've been hit hard- harder than all of Europe. So it's good news to hear that the NBA is coming back, even though the format seems a little odd but regardless we're getting basketball all games will be played in Orlando Florida on three courts that will be rotated cleaned regularly after every game Uh, there are only going to be 22 teams in this restart and we're only going to have eight regular season games so it's going to be a very short end of the regular season and it's not split evenly 11 teams on the east 11 teams on the west. We've got 13 teams on the west, nine on the east and the reason they're doing this is is because they're going to take the teams right outside of the eighth seed and they're gonna have them play in to the playoffs so teams who were within six games of that eighth spot are going to be able to have a chance regardless of what their record is to play in to the playoffs which I think is cool I, I like that. But the idea that they were floating around earlier that got shut down pretty pretty hard sounded more interesting to me, and it's probably because it's my favorite sport soccer and it was kind of a soccer thing. The one idea that was thrown around was having a group stage like a World Cup, and for those who don't understand how that works, I know my dad didn't when I would watch the World Cup. Well, it would be four teams in a group. You'd probably not do a record, so it didn't matter how many games you won technically. A win is three points, a tie, which isn't possible in basketball, so I don't know how they would have handled that, but you get a certain amount of points for a win, you get none for a loss, maybe they would have just done who won the most, I don't know, but I thought it would have been really cool to have a group stage that goes straight into playoffs. But again, I'm biased towards that style of system because I really love it. This is what they've gone with. A lot of people, specifically journalists, have been curious as to, one, why they picked 22 teams and how this is going to truly work. Again, eight, eight regular season games to finish off the season is not many, and it'll be interesting to see how the uneven amount of teams on each conference will play in to how everything is handled, because if you're going to do a play-in for the 8th seed, well, you only have two teams who are going to play into that 8th seed in the East, whereas, wait, no, that was awful math. They have 11, not 9. My apologies. Now, that's three teams that are going to be able to play, four if you count the actual 8th seed, and then a lot more over there in the west. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. Plus 13's not an even number, so I don't know how that's going to work. But we'll see. I'm just excited that it is actually returning. We're actually going to have sports, but again, how are we going to keep these players healthy? And how is the next NBA season going to work because they're planning to end this season probably around October, which is usually when the NBA season starts, so you're going to have to push that back. So to give players enough time, they plan to start in December, which is very late. Um, Two months late, and how is that going to affect next season? If the finals get pushed back two months as well, then we're playing the NBA Finals. Probably what we're playing the NBA Finals, if we can try and push it as early as possible, late June to early to mid-July, You'd have to really work hard to get everything to fit into that time frame, though. Maybe? Well, that pushes back next season a little bit, too, because, okay, June to October, well, that's that's two months. That's a short off-season, shorter than normal. I, I mean, you could make it work for one time, but, again, it'll be interesting to see with a sport that plays so many games even if you don't make the playoffs, I mean, you're playing 82 games back to back to back to back to back. How how are you going to keep those players healthy? Not only, again, from the coronavirus, depending on how it is next year, or late this year, rather, but how are you going to make sure that these guys don't just start blowing ACLs? I mean, you, you can't have that. Again, because not just from a basketball standpoint, tearing an ACL kind of affects your daily life, regardless of what you do. So... It'll again be interesting to see how players are actually able to handle the changed season formats for now at least, and whether or not they're able to stay fit and healthy and not be able to continue to get injuries that probably wouldn't necessarily happen in a normal season. Sticking with the NBA, now it's time to tell you guys some things that I feel the NBA could do a lot better. So, lately I've been watching a lot of old basketball games. I've been watching some old playoff game reruns on NBA TV. Obviously, The Last Dance provided us with a lot of great basketball content from back in the day. So, you know, it's been really enjoyable. I've been watching some Celtics games back when they were the hot thing, you know, back with Ray Allen, KG, Paul Pierce, when they were actually competing for championships. The other night I was actually watching Game 6 back when Dallas was able to win their first and so far only championship against the Miami Heat. It's been really, really enjoyable, and the thing I've been enjoying about it most is uh, specifically the much older games, not the mid-2000s, but games from the 80s, the 90s, obviously the final dance, 98. I've been watching a lot of those games, and it makes me really miss what the NBA used to be the really physical game when the NBA was more about the game than it was the individual players that made up the league. It wasn't just about the stars, obviously you had Michael Jordan widely accepted as the GOAT and the game was still more about the game. It wasn't about an individual player or a bunch of different players that made up the league, it was about the league and the product that it gave us. The NBA is missing out on marketing their league to the rest of the world for that reason. It may not be the most popular sport in America, probably never will be thanks to football, but it has the potential to be one of the biggest sports globally besides soccer. Basketball has more of a reach around the world than American football does. Yet the NBA isn't doing a good enough job of capitalizing on that. They don't play as many games overseas like the NFL does, and it doesn't help that the NBA is more about individual players right now than the actual teams. Example, Kawhi Leonard. He's about to win his first ring outside of San Antonio. Toronto's about to win their first ring. I get that it was against a very injured Warriors team. But still, that was hot news. But you have people like Colin Coward caring more and admitting that he cares more about where Kawhi Leonard was going to be playing next season than he did Kawhi about to win a championship ring. That's a problem. And that doesn't help the brand of basketball that the NBA should be trying to push. The NBA needs to focus more on building their brand, their product, which is basketball, not the players. I realize the NBA needs stars to thrive, just like any other pro sport in the world, but when those stars are more important to a league than the teams that make up that league, there's a serious problem. I mean, take Kevin Durant for example. Guy sells out just so he can win a ring because he didn't actually want to put effort into winning one himself. He already made it to a finals, lost to LeBron, the greatest player of this generation, and he goes, oh, you know what, I'm going to go join the Warriors. Obviously, it didn't happen in that order, but still. Now every KD fan is a Warriors fan, if they weren't already, Now OKC has to rely on Russ to make them a team people care about, but unfortunately for them, he is super talented, but probably one of the most hated players in the league, so that doesn't help them. So now the best team in the league has Kevin Durant, because he likes to win easy, and OKC has to make up for their likable star leaving them. No longer is the NBA about a team. Even in MJ's day, whom the bulk of fans consider the GOAT, there was more loyalty to teams rather than the best players in the league. Now the favorite teams are whoever LeBron plays for and whatever other player you love. Just because MJ was playing didn't mean there weren't dedicated fans rooting for Utah or Detroit or LA or Boston, etc. Heck, even the Knicks were good at the time and people loved cheering for the Knicks. The league was more diverse. You didn't have guys leaving their teams, winner or not, to join their best buddies and create a team that could be stopped. <coughs> Kevin Durant. Players didn't run the show. The league functioned without their best players controlling what went on behind the scenes. Now there's no loyalty, no control, and no randomness. Part of pro sports is free agency. But now, instead of GMs making big deals, trying to land their best stars in the league to make their team great, you just got guys texting each other saying, hey, you want to play in Los Angeles next year, bro? Or, hey, let's go to New York and actually make the Nets good. Uh, well, Brooklyn, whatever, same thing. Now it comes down to friends texting one another, The NBA is setting up to be a league where players dictate who plays where, who needs a GM nowadays. Players will hop from team to team, meaning fans will hop from team to team, watering down the loyalty and passion dedicated to a single team. Because people are so focused on a single player, and because players are jumping around so much, teams are struggling to really hold in fans. Now, obviously teams are still making plenty of money, but... It kind of helps to have a star in this market in this day and age, and that's disappointing, and it doesn't help the NBA. We should be dedicated to a team for the team that they are, for the mentality they have. Look at the bad boy Pistons. Yeah, they had guys like Isaiah Thomas, and before Dennis Rodman left for the Bulls, they had a guy who, well, love him or hate him, he draws attention to your team. People loved the Pistons for their mentality, what the Pistons represented, Yes, I realize, again, like I just said, they had Isaiah Thomas. They had Dennis Rodman. But what drew people to the Pistons are how they embodied the city of Detroit. How they just really brought a different mentality that not many teams ever are really able to bring. This only benefits the NBA if they were in the reality TV industry, where major sports journalists, analysts, and fans are more concerned where players like Kawhi, will be playing next year rather than the first championship he is bringing to Toronto. We the North. I'm not a Toronto fan, but thought I'd put it in there. That is a problem. If fans and commentators like Colin Coward are more worried about where someone will be playing next year rather than their amazing championship season that is still in progress, you're missing your mark. The NBA shouldn't be about where someone will end up next season. It should be about basketball. Now, obviously, free agency is fun, but it shouldn't be the main reason you're tuning in to watch sports. No one thought what happened to Brady next season was more important than Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City bringing the ring back to Kansas City. Not even Brady, the biggest name in football, one of the biggest names in sports, and that's saying something because not many football players in America go over to Europe in popularity. You know, only guys like Messi, Neymar, Ronaldo, are all popular over the world. But Tom Brady, the most popular football player in the world, not even commentators were talking about him possibly leaving for, well, we didn't expect Tampa, but nobody was talking about it. Because the NFL wouldn't have that happen. It's the Super Bowl. They're not going to talk about Tom Brady. He's not in the Super Bowl. They're going to talk about the teams competing. A budding young star in Patrick Mahomes trying to take over and become the next guy in the NFL. The NFL has it right. They know what is important. It's their product. It's the actual football that's being played. That mentality, the way that the NBA is shaping, it's hurting the NBA. They could become one of the most watched sports in the world, building a global brand that even American football can't do. I have nothing wrong with American football. I love it. But American football doesn't have, in my opinion, the potential... To expand all over the world like basketball. Basketball is played more around the world than American football. The NBA has a giant opportunity that they could take, but right now are failing to do. The NBA needs to take control to make it more about basketball again. Even their star player LeBron made a move to L.A. two seasons ago that wasn't even about basketball. Moving to L.A. to prepare for life after Now, that's not a bad thing. I can't blame him. But again, it hurts the league, especially when he convinces AD to come join him. LeBron, trying to make his way in Hollywood, prepare for life, that's smart. But then he has to go and text AD, get a player who could have stayed in New Orleans and made a name for, well, he already made a name for himself, but could have stayed in New Orleans and maybe done something with Zion Williamson. But no, AD comes and joins LeBron. I mean, who would say no to LeBron? I imagine most people wouldn't make that mistake. Or Giannis, who reportedly threatened to leave the Bucks if they underperform this year, which well, no one's performing at this point, but the NBA will be returning soon, so we'll see what he and the Bucs can do. Maybe that happened, maybe it didn't, no one knows, only Giannis and the people who reported it. The NBA is a drama driven league. A league where you play iso ball and hope you have two or three stars who can just score their way to victory. Like James Harden, who ran 691 iso plays last season. 691. More than any other team in the NBA. You heard that right. Not like defense is important either. Not that you can get away with anything nowadays. How do you even defend a guy who steps back totally within the rules? The NBA could be so much better. It could be about basketball. It could be a team game that is hard fought on both ends of the court, but now we get divas and cupcakes, thanks KD for inspiring people to come up with that, Jim, and a league more about the best players and following them on their journeys through their careers. Wait, did I just describe a reality TV show? Well, I meant to talk about the NBA, my bad. There is potential, and I'm not trying to trash the NBA, I love the NBA. It's my favorite American sport, that is why I want it to be more. Hopefully, Adam Silver will be able to mold it into the powerhouse it can be. If I believe in any professional commissioner, I believe it, he can do it. The NBA has tons of potential. They can do so much. They can reach so many. They just have to focus on what the NBA stands for, the National Basketball Association. Focus on that middle word. Make it about that, and you'll be just fine. Phew. Phew. That was a lot. Thank you, guys, for listening. It's been a fun episode. I'm glad I was able to get that off my chest. And I'm also really, really, really glad that I get to watch basketball and Chelsea. If if you don't know what I'm talking about, that probably sounded weird. I'm not a stalker. I'm watching a soccer team, I promise. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a good summer. Obviously, I'm going to... come back before that but I just said it so there you go I hope you guys are enjoying this odd summer during the pandemic I hope you're getting outside and having fun and I hope you guys are all staying safe thank you guys for listening peace out